As you listen to our text today, listen for the great comparison that happens here, almost contradiction in tone that happens between the hopeful text in Isaiah and the oh-so-judgmental text that we hear from Matthew. From Isaiah, the 11th chapter, we hear this. A shoot shall come from the stump of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall lie down with the lamb. The leopard shall live with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together. And a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They will not be hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. And then from the third chapter of Matthew, here comes John the Baptist. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is the one whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and his food was locusts and wild honey. He ate bugs. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him and the region along the Jordan. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. 
Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from the stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees, and every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with I baptize you with water for repentance. But the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Friends, as tough as it is, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So that great, popular, New York Times best-selling Presbyterian author, Anne Lamont, has said that sometimes people just need to take a rest, turn ourselves off for a while, and sit back and wait. You ever felt like that? I need to take a rest, turn myself off, and just sit back and wait. I've been working a lot this week with the staff of the Wheeling Symphony Orchestra. They are magnificent human beings committed to their task, committed to our community. They're great, and they are exhausted. They had a big event this week, unless some of you didn't know. Um, People need to stop and reset. Refresh. Couple, you know, you know this about machines. A couple of weeks ago, my dishwasher got hit by lightning. And I'd shut the door, and it would go, no water anywhere. And when the sink filled up with dishes, overflowing, I decided I needed to do something about this. Besides wash the dishes by hand. So I unplugged the dishwasher and let it sit for a few minutes. And I plugged it back in. It reset itself. It works fine now. You know, our machines, we reset. We know how to do that. But our peopleness, we don't know how to do that so well. And we need to. You know, John is saying, repent, prepare the way for the Lord. We in our society think repent means just say you're sorry. Say you're sorry is like what you do when you step on somebody's toe. Sorry. It's not real repentance. Repentance is really to make a change in your life. To reorient yourself. To, to 
It literally means to turn around, to go one direction and decide that you need to go another. Reset yourself. If what you're doing is not working, unplug, relax, start over. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. John's message is so, so good to reorder our lives, to reset our priorities, to return to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near, and we should not miss it. You know, there are lots of people who struggle with this time of year. Christmas is one of the highest times for suicide rates, if you read statistics. And people are just crazy. You're running here and there, spending a lot of money, exuding a lot of energy, uh, uh, meeting a lot of people. Your schedule's packed. And you have to prepare a Christmas ham so Uncle Henry, who you've never liked and has never treated you right, and can come to your house and spend a whole day annoying the heck out of you. Are you exhausted yet? Because you should be. And if not, by the time we get to Christmas, we all will be. That is not what Advent is supposed to be. Advent is supposed to be a time to reorient ourselves, to reflect on our priorities, and to reset. We can do that. John's message that the kingdom of heaven is near is such good news for all of us who try to meet expectations and requirements of this season of society and then fall short. So many people are caught in the old equation, the game of if-then, you know, If I buy you a nice present, then I can relax. We'll never be good enough or kind enough or faithful enough. In a world that feels like it's rigged against us, John's message is a message of hope. A new day has dawned. Light shines on all people. We can reset from our crazy lives, repent and turn from our ways and follow God and find God in a new and different way. It's a message of hope. It's what the time of Advent is here for. So all y'all, repent.
for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen.